You sound stressed, man. I am, man. I am. Sorry. But how are you? I'm okay. I'm I'm hanging in there. Yeah. Can you hear me clicking through my uh through my world of the wide web? I do hear a little clicking. Yeah, yeah. Definitely hear that. Okay. Okay. Just checking. Just checking. Just making sure that this click is not just all in my head. I went on this website they call the Amazon uh, about a year ago, and I clicked a silent mouse. Not because of the podcasting that we've been doing lately, but because the clicking was driving me, the person, crazy. So what you're saying is, is that if these clicks up here happen to make the cut into the audio track of what is our podcast, yes. that I will be okay, that I will not get some death threats, emails telling me to cut my mouse in half. And go die and jump off a bridge. Is that what you're saying? I can't promise you that, but what I can say is that if you go on the Amazons, you can get one for cheap. That's silent. Just saying. All right. Okay. No, no pressure. I'll shell out some cash. <laughs> we're, we're we're swimming in money in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, sure are. Ha 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 ha! Oh man, we're back, guys. Hey, what's up? It's CT, guys. I'm thinking of a name change. Don't know what yet, but CT just when I hear the word CT, just doesn't feel like me anymore. Mm. I recommend. I, I recommended the cock, but he wasn't. He wasn't having it. Nah, man. If I ever go into <laughs> the uh, Pornhub industry, <laughs> I'll think about it. Uh, ah, so yeah, sports. Yeah, not man. Much, not actually, much going on this day, but no. Actually, I, I have a I have a lot of random ass topics that that I'd like to talk about today, man. Just just some random ass shit. Okay. I think that the most recent thing is that that the Panthers cut Cam Newton. Hmm. I thought I thought that was kind of random, random but not random because yes, he's been hit, he's been injury prone. He didn't play that much this year, but when healthy, he's still you know he just he led his team to a Super Bowl not long ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know what they got? They got rid of Ron Rivera, right? Yeah. So maybe they're just trying to, you know, clean the slate, brand new. And uh, also, I mean, he he hasn't really played much, right, in the last two seasons. No, he's been hurt. Yeah, but- man. I and and I think there's something about these freak athletes getting injured all the time. I mean, he's an example. Aaron Judge is an example. Wow. Had to go Eventually, there. I think we're going to say Giancarlo Stanton's an example. Had to go there. And here's a good segue for a guy who's, who is one of the freakier athletes at the position, Noah Syndergaard. Mm. Hmm. Another recent trend. I got to be honest with you with Noah Syndergaard. I was starting to say to myself that he was – and I know you're going to think that this comparison is absurd, but hear me out, if you will, please. Before today's news, which I kind of feel responsible for um, – I I was starting to draw a comparison between Justin Verlander and Noah Syndergaard. Now, hear me out, CT. Justin Verlander, like Noah Syndergaard, would throw 90 into the ninth, still does, into the ninth inning and seem to never hurt his arm. Like, Syndergaard would get hurt and stuff, but I don't think it was ever... He seemed to have a rubber arm, for lack of a better term. Sorry about that. That's that's what you call a telephone beeping Hmm. in the background. Um, Today... That comparison goes completely out the window. He's done. Yeah, to me, when I think of like uh, a Justin Verlander, I kind of think of Steven Strasburg. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Steven Strasburg came into the league as like the hundred mile per hour starting yeah. pitcher. Uh, I'm gonna throw it into the seventh inning, eighth inning, and ninth inning. But he also suffered injuries as well. Like I, I you know, we we thought we didn't know what he was really gonna be because all the injuries that he had right. early in his career. Uh, but yeah, Noah Syndergaard, man, I hate to say I told you so, Mets fans. I probably never told you guys directly, but I was never the biggest Noah Syndergaard fan. I, I just felt like he, you know, this is just like the latest in the string of injuries. Yeah. Uh, before that, he, I guess he didn't have good command. He had one good season. Everybody was on his on his balls because of it (laughs) because that's what happens when you play for new york all you got to do is all you got to do is prove yourself one season uh luis severino and every and everybody's already putting you up there in the cy young contenders and oh look at me i'm noah syndergaard i threw a ball right at uh uh what's this guy's name on the on the royals in the world series and i told him to meet me at the mound if he had a problem with it that's what met fans needed 
Are, are you need, are you okay, they, man? <laughs> What's going? What happened, man? You want to talk it's about? It's just it? that ever since that moment, ever since that season, Noah Syndergaard is one good season, and that moment in the World Series where he he was the first pitcher to step up and and get the Mets a victory, their only victory in the World Series. If I'm if I'm mistaken, sorry if I'm wrong. And everyone was on that guy's balls, man. Like everyone was on that guy's cock, like. <laughs> Can can the Mets fan at least get can they can they get the World Series before they start hyping guys up like that? And then since that day, I kind of had a feeling that he was going to be overhyped, overrated. Uh, hasn't really done much since. He's a great he has a great talent, but the guy can't get past the sixth inning because he walks everybody. Can't hold runners on. I don't know, man. Fuck him. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm looking at both of their FanGraphs pages, and and the one thing I don't like about FanGraphs is that. Unlike baseball, like in baseball reference, you could click like uh, a range of years and it'll give you all their totals. Fangraphs doesn't do that. But their first first five complete seasons are pretty similar. Um, Noah Syndergaard and, and Justin Verlander. So I think it was a pretty good comparison. Up until today, it would have been a pretty good comparison. The only difference is... Justin Verlander has always had a rubber arm. He he's always gone 200 or more innings per season. But yeah, no, I agree with you. I think I think that people thought people were were crowning Matt Harvey first in 2015 because of exactly. the whole Dark Knight thing. Yep. Then it went to Noah Syndergaard, and nobody really gave Jacob Degrom the 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 shine. And look at him, two consecutive Cy Young awards. Probably, if baseball kicks off at any point, we'll probably win a third consecutive one. He's he could he's he's uh, arguably the best pitcher in baseball and yeah and he does it with you know skills it's not he's not like Steven Strasburg or like Noah Syndergaard or even Max Scherzer he's not hurling it at, at 100 miles an hour t- high 90s he's a he's a pitcher yeah he to me he is a, he is a pitcher but he does to be fair he does throw high 90s he throws hard yeah. Yeah, he throws extremely hard, but it's but just, I don't think that's what you know him for, is it? Like no. I don't. When I think of of Jacob Degrom, I don't think, oh shit, look, well, let's see, let's see how hard this guy's gonna throw it. Let's see, oh, it's the ninth inning. Let's see if he could touch 97, 98 miles an hour. Still, like that's not really what I think when about I, when I think when of, I think of him. When I think of Dick, Jacob Degrom, I think of like a complete pitcher. Like he yeah. has the velocity, he has breaking pitches, control, holds. He he doesn't he doesn't let runners getting on base affect the way he pitches. Which is why I think Noah Syndergaard is. I think people just love the fact that this six foot six Thor Thor like creature with his luscious locks, with his long blonde hair that the ladies go crazy for, throws a hundred miles per hour uh, and all the stuff that came along with him that one good season. I get it, but I mean, I don't know, man. I wouldn't draft him, and I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I traded for him last year. He. For the most part, wasn't so good, but he did come up big in some in some moments. So I can't I can't complain about Noah Syndergaard. And look and look at Jacob Degrom's body, man. Like he's, he's a small not. Dude. Yeah, he's just a normal pitcher. Looks like pitchers used to look like all throughout history. Um, Justin Verlander to me, he's tall, but he's not like buff. Yeah. Max Scherzer is like a normal looking dude. Um, Here's a random question, and I know that we're not experts at this, but just opinion wise. Do you think that the excessive amount of working out that these players do do today works to their detriment? Like, I feel like players are in the best shape that they've ever been, aside from the steroid era. Um, and if it seems like they're more fragile than ever, too. Like, I, I think of someone like Aaron Judge or Giancarlo Stanton. These guys look like, you know, supermodels. They're at their peak. Yeah, they're, they're at their peak, yeah. Yeah, like... You know, but they keep breaking down over and over and over again. And and the pitchers that I feel like are always on the on the IL, guys like Noah Syndergaard, um, Severino, same, same thing. All right, stop with the Severino. All right. Well, I'm just saying Severino's body type is like the workhorse ideal body type. He's yeah. he's not like a twig. He's a guy that you I would expect Severino to go out there and give you eight innings like like nothing. And, and throw 96, 97, 98, whipping sliders left and right. You know, not everybody could just keep throwing sliders like that. I also yeah. think – so, okay, so to answer your first question, I think that players who work out that much are just asking to get injured because when you work out, you're tearing muscle fibers that have to heal right. in order to grow. 
So what's to say that all these guys are giving themselves enough time to heal, like to grow? I think people can still uh, argue, or I guess everyone's body is different, but some people argue that it takes two days for a muscle to heal. And somebody also argue that it takes a week for a yeah. muscle to heal, heal. So I can imagine, you know, even though they have top of the line, uh, a top of the line medical staff, that doesn't mean that they're giving them the right advice or maybe everybody's everybody is just different and what works for Noah or what doesn't work for Noah Syndergaard works for another guy or, or vice versa and stuff like that mm-hmm. but then also to build on that everybody's throwing harder and we know that that also leads to a lot of injury but I also think that everyone's hurling sliders and all this shit yeah which I try throwing a slider and my forearm feels like it's gonna snap and that's me throwing a slider at maybe 60 to 70 miles per hour. Imagine try, imagine hurling yeah. a slider at like mid-90s or like low-90s like these guys do. I, I don't know. I'm thinking of Randy Johnson. His his bread and butter was that fast, 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 fastball and that insane slider. And he did that shit for 22 years. I'm looking at his stat sheet right now. Um another rubber arm rubber arm type of dude like yeah i don't know how these guys do it you know ever since ever since lance armstrong got caught taking uh performance enhancing drugs does, mm. i'm talking about the the cyclist yes yes gotcha i gotta i gotta think that guys like verlander and johnson and even pedro martinez they were on some shit hell yeah and you know they what i know i know guys God, are gonna God. get sick of hearing me say this shit but fucking just let them man like yeah just have a doctor monitor them and that's it like have a team like in the nfl they have a team doctor i think they do in the in the major leagues too i know they have a trainer and shit but have a team doctor on site you have enough money to pay these people and have them administer steroids safely i mean if you talk to any health professional any healthcare professional if done properly, it's not exactly the worst thing in the world for you. What's bad for you is when you abuse it, when you don't know what you're doing with it, uh, when you when you're doing it in backdoor, you know, creepy operations like a rod. I'm gonna throw your guy under the bus there, um, and you abuse it. You know, like like that guy Tony Bosch was getting his shit from from some guy in a garage, some some Brazilian dude in Miami making his own shit in a garage. Who knows what the fuck is in that shit? But if you administer it safely, a healthcare professional, you're not abusing it. It can be a good thing, and your players are healthier on the field. Your product, are, you you know, p- fans are getting to see the product that they're paying for, and the game is more entertaining. I mean, look at the early 2000s. There's there's a reason why that was the most entertaining time for baseball over the last two or three decades. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that. Okay, first, let me just say this real quick. Uh, anytime we mention A-Rod on this episode, is <laughs> on this podcast, it's great. I don't care, man. No, There's no such thing as bad publicity. So well, let's talk about him for a couple of 10 minutes. I'll okay. get I'll get off on that, and that's it. Uh, another thing, too, you guys might have noticed we're not streaming today no. on YouTube because we, we can't figure this shit out. Listen, guys. This thing is so complicated, and I got a new PC to, to for this to stream to get my face out there mm. i haven't shaved since this whole coronavirus thing has taken place so i was you know i want to show you guys what i'm working with but we can't figure it out so listen back in 20, 2018 we started this podcast since then we've we've gone through a lot of different programs a lot of different hosting sites there's been new computers new microphones new cameras and we just, you know, we just keep throwing money at it, man. We just keep throwing money at the problem, and and eventually, you know, it'll it'll have its returns. Don't worry, man. I just bought a PC yeah. too, waiting for that shit. I bet it's not gonna work, but we'll see. And and I like to think of myself as like the tech savvy guy. Like I pretty much set up all the technology shit that happens in this house. People people hit me up sometimes for some advice, but maybe I'm just I'm out of my league here. Just trying to trying just think to about this. how good it's gonna feel when you finally conquer this bitch, and we could just. Get on. We've been guys. We've been on the. We've been sitting here for about an hour, and we just started recording about fifteen minutes ago. Yeah, Be- because we fucking this shit keeps. It's a battle, guys. It's like a. It's like a twelve round match. This is, this is Fraser Ali right here. And at one point, we're gonna knock this motherfucker down. Yeah. Be able to sit down, just press start and go, and and life will be good then. And and we're gonna be. We're gonna look back on this and say, wow, all the struggles, and look at us now. No, when I figure this out, I'm I'm officially gonna make a YouTube how-to video. <laughs> so, uh, but all right, let me let me reel this back into what all we right. were talking about before. I just had to had to get that off my chest. Okay. I love a Rod. 
Uh, let me reel this, <laughs> <laughs> let me reel this back in. So I think I think the baseball gods out there, all the all the all the souls of baseball's past, are trying to tell us that we love the long ball, we love home runs, we love pitchers throwing hard, we love these Goliath-looking players, but it comes at a cost. They're gonna they're, you're gonna have to let them take some sort of enhancement pill. That allows them to stay on the field because, yes, let's say, let's hypothetically just assume that uh, the commissioner allowed these baseballs to be altered, which led to more home runs in the last couple of years of baseball. That's great. We love it. But I think it proves that we also love seeing superstars on the field Mm -hmm. because a lot of too many of these guys are getting injured. So I think the like you said, the only solution is to allow these guys to enhance themselves with steroids or greenies, whatever, whatever the hell they got to take to stay on the field, to not feel like shit after four games in a row and not injure themselves or whatever, let them take it. We, we want to keep all the, all the offense and stuff, but we also want to see these guys on the field. I want to be able to safely draft my fantasy baseball team and not have to worry that, you know, my top player is going to go down for half a season Oh, and he plays for a great team, so they don't mind letting him rest for like to let him get ready for the playoffs. That's all I want. I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Shit. Listen, man. It's okay. Just let it out. I'm here for you. I'm here. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of, uh, you know, baseball. Mm. The topic. The topic of this podcast. When are we gonna get some baseball? <laughs> Damn, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, listen, there, there, so I wrote a piece on Call to the Pen today about how there is hope for baseball because the Korean uh, baseball organization, anyway, the Korean baseball league, their their version of Major League Baseball has started ramping up workouts and stuff. They're getting ready to get started to, uh, to play professional games soon, and for me, that signals that there's some hope for us. Now, the, the problem is when the coronavirus, I, I, this isn't political, nothing. I'm just stating facts here. It has nothing to do with how we handled it or anything. Um, when it, when the outbreak started in Wuhan, China, the Korean government approved testing and approved uh, private companies to start making systems so that people could start testing themselves. And within weeks, they had enough tests for people to test themselves at, at, a, at a clip of like 10,000 Per day, we're talking about weeks ago. So they were they were able to identify who was infected and who wasn't, so that they can isolate better and take care of this problem. And they're already loosening up their restrictions, and they're you know they're not fully normal or or fully oper- things aren't fully operational again there, but it's moving in the right direction quicker than anywhere else in the world. Um, unfortunately for us, we didn't start really distributing tests at that clip until pretty recently. And with this whole social isolation is to to flatten the curve, which we've all heard about, stay at home so that we can slow the spread of the virus so that hospitals don't get overwhelmed or whatever. We just pretty much recently started doing that. So we haven't reached the top of the curve yet. Like we haven't we haven't gotten the worst of it yet here. But once that happens, there's only one way that this thing is going to go. And that's back down. And when that starts happening, we could start seeing some baseball being played again, hopefully we could hear good news in two weeks, three weeks, maybe in a month. But I think that sometime in June, July, I'm no expert here, just based on what I'm seeing, based on what I'm hearing, maybe June, July, we'll see baseball again. I, I could see like an all-star game. Maybe they should do an all-star game opening day or some shit. That would be interesting. Yeah. But who gets to go? Um, That's a great question, kid. Last year's all-star team? How about let the fans vote? Who do Who do the fans want to see? Yeah, I mean, fans already do vote, I guess. That's a great point, man. But let them vote again. <laughs> uh, do you, all right, Manny, what do your what do your sources tell you? Do you think we're gonna get if it comes back in June, July? Do we get a full season? No. squeezed into nope, no all way. Right. There you go, guys. There you have it. There's no way in hell because uh, first off, I think that there's a rule in baseball where you can't play. I can't remember what it is, but there's a rule in baseball where you can't play a certain amount of games consecutively. Um, Mm. And also, the Major League Baseball Players Association is the strongest union in sports. There's no way in hell that the players are going to agree to 
playing multiple double headers a week. Um, and the way, the only way you're going to fit it through, like, so if you think about this, if the season starts in July, let's say you have July, August, September, you have three months to fit in 162 games. We're talking close to 50 games, over 50 games per month. So the only way to make that work is to play a full week and within that week incorporate two or three double headers. That would yeah, be, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And I, I thought that they could extend the season into like the Caribbean or something, playing like warmer weather, but that's that still requires all these baseball fields to be MLB ready. Yeah, uh, they would have to figure out a way to broadcast all this. And they have the and money; also, they they could do it. But then you, you'd be canceling Liga Dominicana. You'd be you'd be canceling the Mexican baseball. You know, like all no, these I mean, winter leagues would have to move aside for for MLB. But 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 I don't know what that was. <laughs> all of these teams have spring training facilities, so maybe you do something like that. Maybe maybe you you know you play into October, and if you want to get in 125 games or something, so that you have a good sample size, maybe starting in October you move the games into into the spring training facilities or something like that. Nah, but you know what? I also don't see them extending this beyond. Like I can't see the season going into November, almost December. And then for baseball to start right back up, like right. when catchers and pitchers meet in February, like I have a feeling the players union is going to step in and be like, "Hey, that's not enough time to rest or whatever." Right. Um, and I, I don't know, man. It'd be crazy to see a season that's only what, like, eighty games. I, yeah, I think that's too little. I think I think a hundred games would be ideal. If they could get a hundred games in, that would be perfect. Yeah, at least. Yeah. And somebody yeah. in our in uh, call to the pen. I, by the way, I, I hate to keep plugging call to the pen but i have to give a shout out i did this on twitter earlier today to the writers over at call to the pen they're keeping me busy um you go on any other site right now see uh cbs sports yahoo sports espn there's not a lot of mlb content call to the pen is cranking out a shitload of content and they're going back in time there's a lot of stories that i never even knew about that 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 are pulling out there we have a writer who who's an expert in on the montreal expo so we're getting a lot of expos content on there so shout out to them. Go check out Call to the Pen. I won't talk about Call to the Pen again. But um listen, that's what you guys that's what that's what Call to the Pen has to do though. Yeah. to put their stamp there at least in the in the sense of of baseball because well, Call to the Pen is a baseball right. website, a baseball place to go get your baseball info. Call mm-hmm. to the Pen. Mm-hmm. Plug in and Call to the Pen once again. Yes, that, that's that call to the pen.com. Sorry. Yeah, and that's how you got to do it because that people like us are out there trying to get anything we can about baseball and now they'll probably look there before they look at these other sites like bleach yeah. Report, who clearly does not give a shit about baseball all they give a shit about <laughs> is what cam newen is is eating for breakfast and what lebron you know what kind of hairpiece lebron has in for 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 the week listen i'm so jealous of the nfl right now like it's the craziest nfl offseason man there i swear to god that the, some of these front offices and the nfl maybe roger goodell himself is so bored from being quarantined or something that he's just like listen guys we gotta get we gotta get going here we gotta get some moves here just just do shit who cares what it is just do it people are watching us let's take the headlines as much as we can yeah i need to i need the nfl to be more transparent too with what goes on in like the in the back in the background because i don't understand how all like the Bills got Stefan Diggs. I'm happy. That's he's he's a great talent. You guys might but be the best we, team in the in the in the in the AFC East up there, buddy. I'm gonna need you to not say <laughs> stuff like that until the season is over. The NFL season, that is. Uh, no, but like uh, I, I I need to know how we you know we gave up a lot for Stefan Diggs, mm-hmm. and then Texans. Didn't didn't get anything almost in return for a way better wide receiver in DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I need to understand, man. I feel like in baseball things make more sense when stuff like that happens. In football, I have no idea what's going on. And I know I know I sound like I'm obsessed about the Cam Newton dropping, but dropping, um, droppings, uh, <laughs> guano, yeah, guano balls, collect the whole set. Um, <laughs> But you could have gotten something for him, right? Like you could have gotten even if it's like a really low draft pick. You know what I'm saying? They oh just, yeah, because they just released him, right? They just flat out released his ass, from what I understand, and that has to go against their cap somehow. 
Unless if he's like on his last year of his deal or something. I'm not sure. I'm no I'm no NFL expert. Let's be real here. That's what we have the Hot Heads podcast for. No, yeah, really. Yeah, honestly, go check that podcast out because I have no idea what's going on in the NFL when things like that happen. I just know that there's a cap hit for sure. Um, but maybe something's really wrong with Cam Newton, man. Maybe. CT, maybe I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to Tarantino this podcast. You want to finish what you're saying and then I'm going to Tarantino it for a second. No, I was just going to say that maybe they, even if they wanted to trade him, they couldn't because of his medical records or something. But yeah, back to you. So there's a there's a person who listens to us religiously. I'm I'm sure of it. His he's a, a diehard Mets fan, and I want to bring it back to this Verlander, uh, Syndergaard comparison because now I'm starting to feel like wow, that was actually a pretty good comparison. Okay. Ver, Verlander versus Syndergaard. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Hold on. Maybe I should do one less season. Coño. I fucking hate this shit. You know what, guys? Yes. I'm still here, Manny. I'm listening. <sighs> you know, if you have a Mac, your your trackpad, whatever you call that shit, is allegedly smart. I think it's pretty fucking stupid sometimes. But um, <laughs> <laughs> if you swipe with two fingers, your screen goes up and down. If you swipe with three you like can switch from page to page, but sometimes you might lean on your computer a certain way. You guys know where I'm getting at here. I swiped away and my screen just went away, so I lost everything that I had. But well, why don't you why don't you bridge the gap and make the comparison anyways? What, what were you so I what were I, you getting at? I went ahead to to uh, to baseball reference and I did what I what I said I was going to do and compared the first. Five seasons, because Noah Gard has been pitching since 2015, so he has five seasons under his belt. I'm gonna do five Excuse seasons. Me. What's that? Did you just call him? Did you just call him Noah Gard? Noah Gard is that what he said? See that? That's what I'm talking about, man. People start giving nicknames to these nobodies. <laughs> I didn't mean and to the next do that. Thing you know, and the next thing you know, he's ranked as the top 10 pitcher in MLB when he's barely top 20. Man, that's what I'm talking about. I didn't mean to do that, man. I'm sorry. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. Go all on. right, so how about I do? Yo, I swear I'm gonna throw my computer. All right. If it's a Mac, man, just do it, bro. Just cut the cut the cord. Yeah. I don't <laughs> even know why. I don't know why people love iPhones and Macs, man. I don't get it. All right. First five seasons: Noah Syndergaard's ERA three three one, Justin Verlander's three nine two. Um. Now wow. Justin Verlander pitched more games than Noah Syndergaard, so take that into consideration. Uh, WHIP: Noah Syndergaard one point one six one. Justin Verlander, 1.285. Mm. Uh, strikeouts per nine, Syndergaard, 9.7. Verlander, 8.0. Um, what other numbers you want to know? Tell me uh, home runs per nine. Home runs per nine, Justin Verlander, 0.9. Justin Noah Syndergaard, 0.8. Tell me walks. Walks. Noah Syndergaard, 2.1. Justin Verlander, 3.0. No, but tell me how many walks in innings, like total walks in the amount of innings, and then tell me the total walks for Verlander in his total innings. Okay, so Noah Syndergaard, through his first five seasons, tossed 716 innings, walked 166 batters. Hmm. Justin Verlander pitched 140 innings, walked... Wait, that's... That has to be wrong. 140 compared to Syndergaard's like 700? No, 840. Oh, okay. Yeah. Walked 282. Hmm. So, aside... <clears throat> wow, what just happened there? Aside from aside from durability, which Justin Verlander takes it away from Noah Syndergaard, Syndergaard's been a better pitcher through the first five seasons. Sure, man. And 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 I'm telling you, for some, I don't know why, but they just remind me. They reminded me not anymore of each other in in that they just they could be in games for long as hell and and still throw in the in the high nineties and they they look like they never fatigue. The problem is that Syndergaard is you know always gets hurt and this is the last straw. I like that the last straw, the last straw, not the last straw. He'll be back, but I I think that. I'll be, let me let me put it this way. I'll be surprised if Noah Syndergaard lives up to the hype anymore. I still had hope for him. I don't know if I have hope for him anymore. I think he'll be a good a good pitcher. But, you know, he's 26. By the time he comes back, he'll be 28 probably. 
Um, he's gonna no, he's 27. So by the time he comes back, he's nearing 30 to to ramp up activity again. The first year after Tommy John usually isn't that great. You're still kind of getting used to the the swing of things. By the time he's fully ramped up, he'll be in his he'll be 30. I don't know. I hope he does well, but yeah, he, you know, I I don't think Noah Syndergaard is a scrub. I just don't think he's elite. Yeah, that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, I got you. All when right. I think of elite, I think like on any given day, I'm going to give this guy the ball and he's going seven innings and I'm not going to have a problem with it. And I don't think he's that type of pitcher. Hmm. I got That's you. what I consider elite, man. I understand. I understand. Okay. Um. All right. Let's let's stick to baseball here. I'm going to throw a little curveball at you here. Probably should have given you more time to, to, th- to think about this. But a couple of days ago, Josh Donaldson threw out a tweet saying, give me your lineup of current players. This was his lineup. And then I want to see if we can come to an agreement on a lineup that we think is better than his. At right field, he has Christian Yelich. I'm guessing this is his his order, his batting order, too, I'm assuming. Okay. Christian Yelich at right, Mike Trout at center, J.D. Martinez, D.H. At left field, Mookie Betts. Uh, first base, Albert Pujols. Third base, Nolan Arenado. Shortstop, Francisco Lindor. Catcher, JT Romuto. Second base, uh, Dustin Pedroia. And his starter is Justin Verlander. Um, what, of the decade? He said of current players. Now, when I, when I saw Pujols up there and Pedroia, I wonder if he means, like, of the decade. He has to mean the decade because there's no way you'd put Pedroia of current. Yeah, me neither. Pujols. Me neither. Those are, the o- be, those are the only two I really have a problem with. It has to be the decade, but would Ortiz count over J.D. Martinez? I would say so, right? Yeah, 2016, right? He retired in 2016, right. And who was his catcher? Um, J.T. Romuto. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. I mean, I can't ignore that Gary Sanchez is, a, you know. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing again, man. I'm, I'm playing what ifs. Like on his best on on, at his peak, Gary Sanchez is the best hitting catcher. So wow. he's he's talking about a lineup, right? He's not talking about. Oh, oh, is he talking about just like a team? You're not. You didn't come through clearly there. Can you repeat that, please? I said that if you, when you play for New York, you overhype these players, which oh, is okay. why I'm saying uh, Gary Sanchez is a great hitter. <laughs> but is it just a hitting? This is he lineup? said. Give me your lineup of current players, and this is who he had. That's who he had. So it looks like he's saying current players. Who have all right? He must mean people that are active players, which Ortiz wouldn't count. Mm-hmm. But for the last decade, because and also is Pedroia man. Maybe taking act- maybe take your best active player. Uh, so take the best season of your active player or something like that. Like of yeah, the last decade. I, in that case, I think I'm taking Cano. Yeah, I I, t- I think I take Cano over Pedroia too. Yeah. Over the last decade. Yeah. Um, and at first base, I don't know because Pools' decline started like he's been with he's been with LA for like seven or eight years, and he pretty much started sucking as soon as he got there. Yeah. I think first base I'm I'm going uh I Yeah, I don't know who I take though. The last decade Rizzo? First... Anthony Rizzo probably. Anthony Rizzo's good. Freddie Freeman. For show. I got him on my fantasy team for show. Freddie for show Freeman. Show did. See, that's a guy you give a nickname to. Freddie Fo Show Freeman. Well, that's a bad one, but <laughs> maybe like uh mm, top of my head. Uh got nothing. Got nothing. Let's see. Maybe that, that's a guy you give a that's a guy you give a nickname to. That's a top ten player right there. Maybe he has a nickname already, man. No, he doesn't. Uh um, nah, he has to, man. I think Baseball Reference still does. Uh, let me check. Baseball Reference still does nicknames? nicknames. Yeah, I think Freddie Freeman is a, is the first base first baseman of the decade. He's been here. He he came up exactly in 2010. He only played 20 games. First full season in 2011, and he's been a beast since. He probably had one subpar season, but other than that, he's been and he just gets better and better and better and better. And if it was just based off the decade, not active players, mm-hmm. I might be giving third base to Adrian Beltre, man. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I have to look at that. I might better. be doing it. I think Adrian Beltre is for sure a Hall of Famer, first ballot. 
but he's been playing since the 90s, man. He played since the 90s. You're right. I think I'm thinking more of just like the player. I know I really Adrian Beltre, man. He's one of those really underappreciated players. I really started appreciating Beltre when he played for Boston. And that was like already ha- more than pa- past ha- his halfway through his career. And I know that his best season was probably in 2004 with the Dodgers. I'm looking at the at his stat sheet right now. But yeah, he he was good, man. He was good this decade too. You know what I find interesting? Fred Freddie Freeman's full name is Frederick Charles Freeman. Wow. But he's listed as Freddie Freeman according to Major League Baseball. So like can you be anything in baseball? Like his name is Frederick Charles his name we should be calling him Frederick Freeman. <laughs> well, yeah, like Moises Alou, for example, it, for Dominicans, you so for example, like my dad, my dad's uh Mamaduba's last name is Gomez. My grandfather Papa Kiko's last name is also Gomez. So my dad would be Manuel Gomez Gomez. My mother is my her, my mother's father, Papa Jodon, is Rodriguez, and my mother's mother Ines was Checo, so my mom would be Migdalia Rodriguez Checo. Moises Alou's father, I can't, I think his last name was, fuck, what was his last name? Flores, I think. Yeah, because because uh, Luis, wait, what's the Mets manager's name? Luis Flores, right? Uh, Rojas, 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 yeah, Luis Rojas. So Moises Alou, for example, and Felipe Alou was the first Alou brother to to play in baseball. Felipe's father's name is Rojas, so Felipe Alou's name is really Felipe Rojas. But when the scouts scouted him, his name card said Felipe Rojas Alou, which is his mother's last name. So the scout took his mother's last name. His real name is Felipe Rojas. We refer to him as Felipe Alou. Well, yeah, that I that I get because that's a last name. But in this case, he he's not calling himself Frederick. He's calling himself Freddie. Well, Freddie's Freddie's. It's like Manuel versus Manny. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is if you got if you went to Tops and got a baseball card for Freddie Freeman, it's gonna say Freddie Freeman. It's yeah. not gonna say Frederick Freeman. Right. That I find kinda I find that kinda odd. On his birth certificate, on his birth certificate, it says Frederick Charles Freeman. About it Ale- should at least say Frederick Freeman, not Freddie Freeman. How about Alex Rodriguez? His name is Alexander. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, shouldn't he be Alexander? Like what like you kind of get what I'm saying. Like, I see what you're saying. It's like a it's like a stage name. Like a lot of nickname. Act, like, like a lot of actors and actresses go by names that aren't really their names. This is probably like it's just like an easier. It flows better. Like Frederick Freeman doesn't sound like a baseball. Remember that ba- that that conversation we had about good baseball names. Freddie Freeman is a better baseball name than Frederick Freeman. No, look, I I get I get all that. I understand that. Listen, don't but, raise your voice at me, okay? <laughs> I understand that, but shouldn't we see it as his nickname is Freddie, not his name is Freddie Freeman in Major League Baseball? This is it, what this is what this, Rona this is what Rona has us doing, guys. Yeah, look at this. Kike Hernandez, who I already I already knew this, his name was Enrique Hernandez, but if mm. I search him as a player, I'm expecting to see Enrique Hernandez, <laughs> not Kike Hernandez, his nickname. <laughs> Well, because I'm guessing you're saying because of Baseball Reference. Well, Baseball Reference is a database, and I think your average fan doesn't know that Kike is short for Enrique. So they're, no, make, I, they're making it easier for us to search. Thank you, Baseball that's Reference. Just, see, that's just weird. If I was in the Major League Baseball database, I wouldn't be able to just be called Louis Go. You'll it'll my name should be spelled out there. Would you, I'm would, expecting. Would you if you be if you ever played for the majors, which is there's still hope for you yet. I don't know if you ever saw the rookie, but you can still do it, CT. Um what would you go by? Luis Gomez. Luis Gomez, okay. Just like MLB. That's exactly how Matt Vasgersian says it in MLB the show. <laughs> would you uh, would you expect yourself would you expect that if you went on baseball reference to search yourself, which we know you would never do, by the way. Um, would you want it to say Luis Angel Gomez? Nah, because that's my middle. That's my middle name. Oh, really? I thought that was like your. Yeah, I thought your name was yeah. like hyphenated. I didn't know yep. that was your middle name. I thought that too, man. Until until I looked at my birth certificate <laughs> a couple of years ago. <laughs> I'm just generic Yo, Luis Gomez. This is I'm such just generic a, this Luis is such Gomez. A <laughs> the most generic name you could think of, man. <laughs> 
you know what's funny is that this is such a I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna call it a dominican thing because we're dominican but i'm sure that a lot of immigrant families deal with this kind of shit um my dad goes by solido and he's gone by solido his entire life and my name is manuel i go by manny or whatever when I started working with my dad in El Caballo Blanco, which, you know, Newark, New Jersey is closed right now currently. But when it opens back up, go check it out, guys. 440 Mount Prospect Avenue. Um, it's open. Oh, they opened it back up? Good. Yep. Um, I, they used to call my dad Manuel. And I'd be like, what? The, why are they calling him? I used to be so confused. Why are they calling my dad Manuel? I don't understand what the fuck is happening here. I'm Manuel. Are people confused? And why isn't my dad correcting these people? So I, on the drive home one day, I was like, <clears throat> Papi, I noticed in Spanish, of course. I noticed people are calling you Manuel. Like, what that? What's going on here? He's like, because uh, that's my name. I was like, your name is Solido, and he's like, no, that's my nickname. I'm like, what the fuck? See, I was like, I was like 16 years old when I discovered. That. I didn't know my father's name. The man who, who you know, made love to my mother so that I could be here today. All right, you, you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're out there now. <laughs> let me, let me. Let I me share his name, and I didn't know it until I was like 16 years old. Oh, yeah. All right. I went through the same thing when I was like 12. I found out my dad's name. I found out me and my dad had the same first name. Yeah. At the time, I thought we just shared part of the first name because I thought my full first name was Luis Angel, which translates <laughs> into Louis Angel. But that turns out that's my middle name. So we have the same name, and my dad has a different middle name, and I have a different middle name. Uh, but anyways, that's a perfect example. Would you expect that... When when you see your dad step up to the plate, it would say Solido Gomez, or would you expect it to say Manuel Gomez, Manuel Gomez? I think it depends on what the player wants. Well, everybody calls him Solido, so would you expect to? You honestly expect to see the word Solido right there at his player, like you know his little ticker at the bottom. I wouldn't. I would expect to see Manuel Manuel Gomez. It's like and us the fans call him Solido. It's like Ichiro Suzuki, right? Like. That's his name, but nobody ever called him Ichiro Suzuki. In the back of his uniform, it just said Ichiro. That's it. Yeah, that yeah, because Ichiro is actually his last name. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I, I heard that when I was a kid that in Japan your last name is actually your first name and vice versa. I gotta look this up now, Jesus man, because I'm just we're just spe- spitting uh misinformation. Fake news. Yeah. Ichiro Suzuki. Yeah, but you're right. His his, his, <laughs> his the back of his shirt said Ichiro, man. Yeah. This is so it's just you know what I think it is, man. The 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 nerd inside of me is finding this all very unorganized and inconsistent. <laughs> like this is so inconsistent. <laughs> oh man! Well, listen. If anybody knows out there, anybody listening knows the the you know has an opinion or why Freddie Freeman is referred to as Freddie okay. and Re- not Frederick. Hit us up at nah, wttspod.com on twitter at wt the show on instagram in uh in wikipedia it says ichiro suzuki and then it hasn't you know it tries to tell you how to pronounce it it says suzuki ichiro mm. so i think i think if we were in japan his first name is suzuki okay or his last name is suzuki but it's first so ichiro would go on the back of his uniform so why don't you move to japan then bro how about that you know what Ichiro is? It's a mononymous word. He's a mononymous person, an individual who is known and addressed by a single name or a mononymum. It's like priest. It's like a prince or seal. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Anyways, one day, uh, one day we'll get there, CT, where we'll just be referred to as one, just one name. Yeah. The cock. <laughs> 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 so i don't know if you're trying to wrap this up but no no no. i have ha- i have one more thing i wanted to talk about i don't know if you have something else but i was just gonna ask you how serious you're taking this whole uh isolation thing because I, I think i'm doing a pretty good job on my end my wife is a physician so i don't have a choice i have to take it seriously um and yeah i have i left the house yesterday to go food shopping and i felt like i was going into battle not even gonna lie um this the stress level in this time for me at least um i deal with depression people being honest with you um it's pretty high i don't know how you guys feel about that but uh i i don't know i think we're doing the right thing here the thing that that's stressing me out and again i don't i hate making things political 
is I hope that the government does the right thing in this time because people are out of work not by choice. Uh, they have to be out of work, and they're not they're not going to be able to start paying their bills. And you know the bank is going to come come for their bills. And I'm afraid that we're going to start seeing a, a scary moment soon if people don't start getting some relief. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People are going to go hungry. People are going to... You already saw hoarding and shit. People hoarding toilet paper. I went to the store yesterday. No toilet paper in sight. No paper towels in sight. I don't fucking understand that shit. You take a dump. You have. You don't have toilet paper. Hop in the shower. Wipe your ass that way. You know what I mean? There's ways to get yeah. around things. <laughs> yeah, man. I agree. Um, so that's what I'm afraid of. Uh, but yeah, I'm taking it seriously. We're staying home. We we don't go out. We, we go out for walks and stuff around my neighborhood. But we try to stay away from people. You know, we don't go to parks because we don't want the kids touching all the swings and stuff. I think they close the parks everywhere anyway. Um, but yeah, we're getting there. At, at least, the, listen, at least the weather's nice. Thank God this didn't happen in the middle of January and there was like 30 degree, 20 degree weather because then you'd really be stuck at home. Yeah. And, you know, it was actually snowing by my job yesterday. I heard. Yeah. Yeah. It was really random. But yeah, man. Crazy. Good. Good to know, man. I'm, I'm glad that you're safe. And yeah, we're able to do this. How about you guys? How are you guys doing? I mean, you know, my dad works at a store, so he's interacting with a bunch of middle-aged people who are freaking out 24-7. And, yeah. Yep. You know? Crazy shit. The, the one thing that I wish we could stop in this time is sharing stuff on social media without um checking it first there was yeah. a lot of stuff being spread around in in group chats and all like that ibuprofen thing i thought wasn't real it's true that it's not they're not saying not, not to take it yet but they're saying you're better off just taking tylenol just in case yeah you're you're basically okay like me let's say knock on wood yeah i don't have coronavirus i can take ibuprofen it's not like if i take it i'm gonna get the virus but right. if i had the virus if i had symptoms they're finding that ibuprofen and with a mixture of the symptoms is causing like a, a side reaction, I guess. I think it's an anti-inflammatory because because ibuprofen gets ingested through your kidneys, I believe. And well, ibuprofen and Tylenol are both pain relievers. I think they're both maybe ibuprofen is an anti-inflammatory, but I don't think Tylenol is. They got processed through your body differently. So I guess the way ibuprofen processes through your body while you have coronavirus could cause some complications or something. Yeah. So just to, just to be on the safe side, just don't take it for now. Um, yeah, but, but, and a friend of mine who, uh, one of my, my sister's best friends, Raquel is an ER doctor in New York city. She's, she's literally in the battlefield, in the front lines, the battlefields. And she's saying it's, it's as bad as we think it is times more. Um, yeah. So, Stay home, people. This was her advice. I wish I had the audio here so I could play some of it. Her advice was, if you can manage your symptoms, whether you have coronavirus or not, if you can manage your symptoms at home, you're able to function, stay home. Don't go to the ER. Um, the only reason to go to the ER today is if you are if you have a fever, it's continuous, you, wanna, you're, you just want to lay in bed all day, you can't function, then you get your ass up and you go to, you go to the ER. Otherwise stay home and and the longer we the the sooner we all stay home the quicker this is going to go past if people keep going outside and shit and congregating i've seen some videos this shit is never going to end so fucking nope. go home people please yep two Man, weeks spoken fuck all we had to do was do it for two weeks guys couldn't even do that that's it shit fuck damn man it sucks to be a met fan i ain't i ain't i ain't upset though <laughs> all right i have so i have to go in a few minutes in like two minutes but i want to ask you one last question um today's the 15 15 year anniversary of the office debuting what's your favorite office episode oh man i can tell you which one i can't watch anymore which one uh mike's mike's uh little to toddlers i think it is where he promised all those kids. Oh my god, yeah, that shit was like funny. that. That had to that that has to go down as one of the most like uncomfortable, cringy, <laughs> yeah. cringy moments in his. I, it's in hilarious. It's hilarious. Like, but it's hard to sit through. Oh um, my god, yeah, I remember that. That was a good one. <laughs> I love I love the dinner party episode, man. 
the dinner. That's probably that's oh there. yeah, where where when he has a little, he has like a little ten inch screen, and he's like he's like all proud of it on the and he's has it mounted up on the wall. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Jan and him were nuts. That it was just like crazy. God, man, I I think I've said this before. By the way, what's your favorite episode? It's the fifteenth anniversary since the premiere. Yeah. My okay. my favorite episode, I think, has to be the injury because it took place. I recently rewatched. Close the door, bud. What a disaster! It recently took place. <laughs> I mean, I recently rewatched it all the way. Push it through, all the way through. There you go. Um, after Jim had revealed to Michael that he was in love with Pam, and I remember because I remember watching this on you know when it was coming out i was like oh shit like it's it's you know finally like he's gonna reveal it to her the next week they didn't continue that storyline they just completely stopped the storyline and they focused on michael burning his foot on a george foreman grill yeah and dwight getting a concussion and it was one of the funniest episodes i remember being disappointed that i wasn't gonna find out what was gonna happen with jim and pam but that (laughs) episode just completely distracted me from it it was like the perfect I don't think any show could pull off something like that um, so seamlessly. And it was just such a funny concept. He wanted yeah. to make bacon. He wanted to wake up to the smell of bacon so he would cook bacon and go back to sleep. But he he burned his foot. Oh, that yeah, was great. I uh, I know you got to go, man. But I had just rewatched all of The Office, skipped Mike's Tots, and I stopped watching it at the first episode with Will Ferrell because I know the next episode is the Dundies and the next episode after that is him leaving and stuff. And I'm like, nah, the Will I didn't Fe- like The Office. The Will one, Ferrell one episodes are actually funny, but I agree with you. They they yeah. they get worse after that. But when Will Ferrell was the, the manager for like four or five episodes, those are pretty funny episodes too. They're worth it. I would, I would rewatch those if I were you. And I watched an interesting video on YouTube why The Office didn't work after Mike left. And it's because they tried to make Andy right. into Michael Scott when Andy was like this Cornell graduate. Exactly. He all he all of a sudden became this idiot of a boss right. who didn't know how to like say words and mess up and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was still funny. It had his moments, but it, was, it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. Um, all right. I think that's good enough for now. CT. Um... All right, stay safe out there. Yeah, guys, we'll get through this. We'll have baseball soon. Yep, follow us on Twitter at WTTSPod. Follow us on Instagram at WTTheShow. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter um, at at MannyGo3. And CT on Twitter at HovaMojo. Yes. And always subscribe, rate, review. Five stars only. That's it. That's all I got. Also, yeah, uh, subscribe to my Twitch. Twitch.tv slash... Hova Mojo 1 1. Do it. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll get this stream back up soon. And yeah, hopefully, this, hopefully, Rona would take off soon. I just read something on my phone that the virus is mutating very slowly. So that means that it could be easier to come up with a with a vaccine for it. Hopefully, that, that, hopefully that remains could, the case. It could do what the last one did and mutate itself into extinction. extinction. That would be you amazing. You know, just wipe, wipe itself out. That would be amazing, man. Very good chance that happens, so. Yeah. Good vibes only, people. Stay safe. Peace. Peace.